everybody, welcome back to Therapy with Chloe. How's your week been? Good? Oh my god, that's amazing. My week has been chill as fuck. I've literally, I've been doing my makeup, I've been making TikToks, and it's just been super chill. I've been drinking coffee every morning, which doesn't do very nicely for my anxiety, but it is what it is. <laughs> I live a reckless life. Um, I wanted to have a little bit like more of a chill podcast today. Um, I don't know if it'll be as long as the other ones, but I just wanted to chill and I just wanted to have a little chat because I feel like all the other podcasts I've done, although I've loved doing them, like I love giving you guys advice and it will, I'm not going to stop doing that. But I just think it's nice to kind of chill sometimes. Sometimes I just want to have a little chat with you guys. So what I did was I just asked you guys to, um, ask me random questions about stuff on Instagram and I'm going to answer those questions right this very second. So let me just get it up. Okay. So first question is what are your hopes and dreams? Honestly, I have no idea. I know I like I have hopes and dreams, but like I kind of just want to like be a good person and just like help people. If that makes sense. Like I'm not like I'm not too fussed about having a fat house or a nice car. I mean a nice car would be good. But like I kind of just want to be happy and I just want to you know have a stable life. Like, I feel like our generation specifically, we're just so fucking chaotic that it's, my dream is to just be happy, help people, and just be a generally good person, and if I can, like, make a career off of that, that would be fucking sick. Like, hopefully, the shit that I'm doing now, like, TikTok and podcasts and everything like that, like, I hope it's going to be my career one day, and I hope it takes me to where I want to be, but that's not what's important to me. Like, what's important is, like, building a relationship with you guys and just having you know, 92,000 friends on TikTok, that's, that's what is important to me, that's my hope and dream, is to just have thousands of friends all over the world, and just help people, but yeah, (laughs) it's kind of sad, but, you know, I feel like it's a better way to look at life than being like, oh yeah, I want loads of money, and I want loads of this, and I want that, and I want this, like, I don't want temporary shit, I want stability for me and my family, and I want, you know, like, my friends to be happy, and I want to be happy, and I want to help people, and I just want to be a generally good person, and if I get a career out of that, I think it'd be fucking sick. Okay, a funny story from when you were drunk. Oh, okay, I've got one. Um, when I was younger, I was a little bit of a, um, a rebel, and I was out with my friends one night, and we were on our way home from a house party. This isn't even that funny, but, like, it was funny in the moment. And I saw this big box of shit sitting outside someone's house because people do that in a council state. Like, they just put stuff outside their house for people to take. And there was a massive keyboard in there, like an electric keyboard. So I just picked it up and I was just walking around with it and I took it home. And I'm pretty sure it's still somewhere. If not, then I have no fucking idea what it is. But I was just walking around with a keyboard on my shoulder. It's not that funny, but it was funny in the moment. Um... I don't really have many funny stories from when I was drunk. Like, I um, I don't really remember all of them. Like, I'm kind of just, you know... And the stories that I do have that are funny from when I was drunk, like, I can't tell them on the internet because, you know, I just can't. Like, for multiple reasons, whether it's, like, it's not my story to tell or whether it was illegal, I can't 
tell those stories on the internet but um yeah I used to like find shit and just take it and I just keep it like traffic cones and signs once my friend um we were all staying at my friend's house and we were coming home from a party and there was a Sainsbury's trolley like across the road from where Sainsbury's is and we had to walk past it to get back to my friend's house so he put me in the trolley and then we like Tokyo drifted all the way home and that was really fun um I nearly fell out like a thousand times but it was fucking hilarious so that was a funny story okay what do you think about cancel culture oh right okay I have very mixed opinions on cancel culture because like half of me is like yes some people very specific people people like Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star and Trisha Paytas and like all of those people they just don't deserve to have platforms like they're just so problematic in every way and then there's people like Jenna Marbles who was the least problematic person ever literally ever and everybody bullied her off the fucking internet because they were just looking for someone to cancel and it fucked with her mental health and then she had to do what was best for her obviously and leave the internet and that's when cancel culture pisses me off when they go for people who were just like existing and they just like people make mistakes do you know what I mean and when people formally apologize and then they change their behavior but cancel culture still comes for them it's like bro like they're people you can't I think the thing is with the internet like people forget that the people who are influencers and are are, like constantly in the public eye like they're people as well they're not we don't need to put them on this pedestal of like you know immortal beings basically we basically put them on the pedestal fucking gods and we expect them never to fuck up it's like to me there's a fine line between it's not even a fine line it's just a line there's a line between people who actually deserve to be cancelled and cancel culture just going for people who make genuine mistakes and then apologize for them because i feel like you know like jeffree star's apology videos and all of that shit you just know it's all fake and he's just acting and he just wants the views and it's like oh addressing this situation it's like oh fuck off but when people formally apologize and they genuinely change their behavior or they admit to things that they've done that they regret they apologize and then they change it's like yeah that's good you're changing and you're learning we shouldn't cancel people for making mistakes like but also there is a difference, do you know what I mean? Like, what Jeffrey and Shane and Trisha, they, what they do with their platform isn't a mistake. They know what they're doing. Whether they're, you know, playing it smart and being controversial to get views, or whether they're generally just horrible people, that's up for debate. Like, you know, only they know. But I feel like cancel culture is all well and good when they're trying to get people off the internet who don't deserve a platform but when they're going for anyone and everyone for just being genuinely human and making a mistake that's when it gets a bit fucked up and that's why when it annoys me like i i deleted twitter because i only really used it to like get news and stuff because i fucking i don't like the actual news because i think it's all just bullshit i don't think it's bullshit but i think the way that they do it is like okay, well, I don't want to know all of this shit, I just want to know the actual important stuff, so I just don't even bother, I just, like, get my news from other places, but, like, obviously, trustworthy places, but, like, I had to delete Twitter, because, like, the cancel culture that was going on, especially around, um, like, second lockdown, everyone was fucking bored, and, 
they were all just like, oh, I'm just going to cancel this person. And I was like, bro, I just came here to learn about politics and I'm watching YouTubers that I know and love and celebrities who I know and love get fucking, you know, put on a podium and also apologise for everything they've ever done in their whole career. It's like Jenna, for example... She apologised for shit that, like, no one even asked her to apologise for because she felt genuinely bad about it. But, like, what we failed to understand is that the times that she put those things out, that's what was trending. Like, you don't see, like, Lily Singh, for example. Does anyone remember her? She used to do, like, what guys do, what girls do, because that's what was funny and that's what was trending at the time. It doesn't mean she was coming for gender norms or anything like that it just it's just what was happening at the time and that's exactly what Jenna apologized for doing because she felt bad about um you know talking about gender norms and stuff because it's you know gender's a fluid construct and all of that but I don't know I just oh sometimes cancel culture is good because it removes people off the internet but sometimes like the way that we've all subjectively cyber bullied Donald Trump to the point where the government has now been like he's not allowed social media. I love that. I love we are so powerful. <laughs> sometimes we really do the right shit. But sometimes it's like, really? They're just like really like you're just bored at this point. Do you know what I mean? I don't know whether any of that made sense, but you know, that's what I think about it. Okay. I went to cars slash car community. I've never really, like, I see the appeal, because it's really interesting, but, like, I've never really gotten into it. I love the Fast and Furious films, but that's just because, like, I grew up watching them, so they have a little bit of sentimental value to me, but, like, I never really got into it as much as other people do, but I think it's cool, but also, at the same time, I feel like car dudes have the same energy as horse girls, not that there's anything wrong with either of those things, because, you know, people can like whatever the fuck they want to like, but, they do have the same energy and no one can convince me otherwise. What do you think new trends are going to be this year or what ones would you like to see? See, I can see leg warmers making a comeback. Like, I really can. I've seen them all over my TikTok page and I'm like, oh God, they better not be coming back. I used to be a leg warmer bitch. And like those really long gloves that didn't have any fingers on them, I can see them coming back because they're grungy as fuck. Um, this is a really unpopular opinion, but I want to bring back tramp stamps. I generally want to bring back tramp stamps. You know, like those butterfly tattoos that sit just above your ass. I re- I love them. I love them so much. I don't know why. I think it's because, like, I grew up in the time where everybody was like, oh, tramp stamps. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was a thing. But, like, I just love them and I want to bring them back. And I'm going to get one, for sure. I'm, de- I'm getting one. No one can convince me otherwise. I'm going to get a really chavvy 2000s tramp stamp. <laughs> just to appreciate my roots of the early 2000s because I don't know like you know those things that are just like so ugly and fucking weird that they're just cool I feel like that's how I feel about tramp stamps I don't know I just like them but yeah I think leg warmers and fingerless gloves are gonna make a comeback um fishnets are already back in everybody's fucking obsessed with fishnets colored tights for sure, or, like, stripy tights, or, like, sporty tights, you know those tights you used to wear when you were, like, five, those are gonna come back, for sure, um, what else, I don't know, I feel like you could just look at, like, the early 2000s, and then that's what everyone's gonna be doing, anything in the early, anything between 2000 and 2010, that's what everyone's gonna be doing, one thing I does hope make a, I does hope, I do hope make 
makes a comeback, why can't I speak today, um, is, like, early 2000s music, like, early 2000s R&B, oh my god, it needs to come back, I'm sorry, and also, like, Evanescence, early 2000s music, like, that vibe needs to come back, I'm sorry, but it just needs to, there is nothing, nothing will ever top music that was released between, like, 99 and 2010, nothing, no one will ever change my mind, I'm sorry, I will die on this hill, (laughs) right, would you rather win £25,000 or have your best friend win £100,000, see, I would rather have my best friend win £100,000 because either way, I'm probably gonna get £25,000, because, like, me and my best friend agreed a long time ago that if either of us, any, any, like, if either of us, yeah, if either of us ever win the lottery, we'll just give each other money, because, like, you know, she's my best friend, I'm her best friend, that's just how friendship works, but, um, yeah, I'd rather have my best friend win 100000 because she, one, needs it more than me, two, would give me money anyway, and three, it's just, like, even if I didn't get money out of it, I'd rather her have the money than me have the money. That's just how I think. I don't know why. Um, but yeah. Someone said, hey boo, what's your best friend's sign? My best friend is a Taurus. She's a Taurus. I don't know the rest of her chart because we're still yet to figure out what time she was born. But um, she's a Taurus, which is one of my favourite signs because of her. She's just, she's just the best. Okay opinion on different styles and clothing brands i think like i love fashion i love it so much like i think it's so cool that like everybody looks at different items of clothing and thinks yes or they think no or they're just like oh that's cool but it's not for me like i love the fact that we collectively have just decided that it's actually cool to give a fuck about what you look like because I feel like generations before us, like, they cared, but it was never, like, it's not quite on our level. We put so much effort into the way we look. I will never understand why, but I, like, I don't know. It, it's not just the Gen Z thing. I know that for sure. Because, like, it had to come from somewhere. But, like, I just love how we've taken fashion and just made it a whole thing that people can just obsess over. Like, when I was younger, I've always been into fashion. I used to want to be a fashion designer. And I always, like, was obsessed with styling clothes and all of that shit. And I think it's, like, another thing that happens, actually, this just popped into my head. We all need to stop trying to put ourselves into one category of aesthetics because, like, people are allowed to have more than one aesthetic. You know, like, for example, today I'm in a beat up old flannel and floral fishnets and I look like a grunge kid but tomorrow I'm probably gonna want to wear a bright pink fucking skirt and a fluffy top do you know what I mean like we're allowed to have more than one aesthetic I feel like we try too hard to put ourselves in boxes which is kind of true for everything like we try really hard to put labels on ourselves because we just don't know who we are as people so we're just like oh yeah I'm this aesthetic like no, darling, you're allowed to have any aesthetic that you want. You don't have to stick to one. You can change. You can differentiate. It doesn't matter. But um, you said brands of clothing. I think, like, I have kind of grown out of the whole branded clothing is what's important. 
because, you know, half the shit that I wear that people compliment me on, not even that that matters, but, like, half the shit that I feel best in and that gets the most compliments and that I feel, like, is the prettiest is, like, thrifted or from, like, charity shops or hand-me-downs or random shit that I found in my mum's wardrobe from the 90s. Like, I feel like, collectively, we've all kind of come to the conclusion that brands don't really mean anything. And the better brands are the old-school ones, like Juicy Couture and all of that shit. But I feel like a lot of people are still in that mindset of, like, if the, if it's not branded, then it's ugly. But for me personally, I would rather have expensive shoes and smell good than have... And, and like, being clothes that are all from Primark than have a fully expensive outfit that I broke my fucking bank to get and it doesn't even look that good. You know, I'd rather spend £6 on a t-shirt and make it look dope than spend £600 on a t-shirt and be wearing the same thing as everyone else. You know? I don't know. I feel like some people get so caught up in the brands and everything like that and sometimes half the shit that they make, like, it's actually really fucking ugly. Like, Yeezy. Who the fuck? Who the fuck? I know that Kanye West has got his own shit going on, but honestly some of the shit that people make and they will buy it just because it's branded it's like what the fuck that is the ugliest shit i've ever seen in my life and you paid 600 pound for it that's really upsetting but then again everything's subjective and they might like it but then again half the people that i talk to they're like no i don't even think it's that cute i just want it because it's expensive it's like bro why are you doing that why are you breaking your bank you can buy a knockoff version on ebay for like a fiver and not break your bank you know but i don't know i guess that's just my opinion everybody differentiates and fashion is subjective so you know um hang on oh my god my phone's glitching okay someone said dragons existed and were just a different species of dinosaur change my mind yes 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 no one will ever change my mind about this genuinely there is no way that something like a t-rex existed and dragons didn't like what no how can a velociraptor a flying dinosaur exist but a dragon can't they might not necessarily have been able to breathe fire but who's the fuck who the fuck are we to say that they didn't half the shit we know about dinosaurs is a theory anyway like, we don't know what they all look like, we don't know what they sounded like, we don't know what colour they are, it's all just based off theory and bone structure and the animals that we have now, and we've been like, oh, well, this looks like this, so it must look like this. Like, realistically, the only thing that we know about dinosaurs is whether they had fur or scales because of the erosions and shit on their bones. But even still, what the fuck do we know? So, yeah, I totally 100% agree with you and I not, will not be trying to change your mind because I'm on the same hill as you and we will die on this hill together. Like, there is no way. And it's like, there are so many um, places. There's this cave and I don't even know where it is. But the way that it's structured, like, it's totally untouched, but you can go and visit it. And the way that it's structured and everything, it's got scales and it's got, like, it looks like it's got a head. It looks like a dragon curled up. And if that's real, that is fucking sick. Like, it looks like a fossilised dragon. And it's like, did you guys hear about that fucking... It was like a 60-foot-long snake that just emerged out of the sand. Or a wall. A wall, sorry. That looked like a 60-foot-long snake that just emerged out of the sand. Because obviously, like, the 
Earth's plates and shit are shifting and the sand is moving and one day this fucking massive wall just appeared out of the sand. I don't even know where it is. It's just in some random fucking desert somewhere. You can Google it. And it looks like a snake, like a fossilized snake. It's so insane. Um, All of that shit is so interesting to me. Like, I might make a whole podcast about it because genuinely it's so interesting. Like, there's no way that we didn't have dragons. I'm sorry, but the Vikings rode dragons and no one can change my fucking mind about that. That might sound really stupid, but I will die on this hill. (laughs) Dragons existed. And... But it's like, also, have you heard about all the shit that people are learning about the bottom of the sea? Like, some booky shit lives down there, so there's no way... The animals that we have now are less fathomable than dragons. Like, if you think about a giraffe, right? Think about it. If you describe a giraffe, it's a horse with, like, a ten-foot neck and two little stubs on top of its head with spots. That makes no sense. And it's got a purple tongue. What? That makes no sense. But that's a real-life animal. So what's more feasible? That or a dinosaur that had wings and was really big and probably breathed fire? Like... (laughs) Or, like, unicorns and stuff. I think all of that shit existed. Like, mermaids definitely fucking exist. There's no way. Because it's, like, this guy who is the um, only person ever to dive to like, the depths of the ocean, he didn't go all the way down, because obviously his head would have fucking exploded, but, like, he dived to the deepest part of the ocean that a human can feasibly dive to without literally exploding, and he said in an article that humans are not ready to learn about what lives at the bottom of the ocean, so if that doesn't tell you that mermaids exist, I don't know what does, (laughs) there's, they exist, I don't care, soda dragons, everything, yes, all of it's real, okay, how do I get through high school and what's it like? Oof. Honestly, the best way to get through high school is to just keep your fucking head down and get it done. Because once you're out of it, it feels like... Like, I haven't been in secondary school for two years now. And it'll be three years this year, which is fucking crazy. But once it's done, it's like, where the fuck did those six years go? Or like five years or however long. It's like, where did those years go? Because last time I checked, I was still 11. <laughs> and now I'm 16 and I've got to go to college and figure my own shit out. But, um, yeah, it just, honestly, just keep your head down. Don't get involved in any drama because it is generally just pointless. If people want to, if people try and chat shit about you, just be like, okay, I don't care. Because they'll find something new to talk about in a week. Um, find your click. Do not assume that you're going to be friends with the same people throughout the whole of secondary school. If you are, then that's a blessing. Like, I, um, me and Maisha, my best friend, became friends in year seven, and we're still friends now, but you are not going to be in the massive group that you start secondary school in. You're not. And also, your friends that you have from the younger years, you're probably never going to speak to half of them ever again. Because as you grow up, you realise that, like, the people you associate with when you're younger, they're just not the people that you want to associate with. Like, when you start figuring out who you are, you realise who they are as well, and you're like, oh, shit, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. But just, like, 
if you do want to end friendships, just try and keep it, keep it civil because it makes life so much fucking easier. Um, keep your head down, do your homework. And then the next thing you know it, you're leaving college and it's like, who the fuck, where, I'm 18 now, what the fuck is, where, where's all this time gone? <laughs> but yeah, high school is like, I want to say it's like what it is in the films, but like it's not. It is, but it's not. It's so much more, I suppose it depends where you live, right? Because in England, there's cliques and people are just like bitchy for no reason. And some people peak in secondary school, which means that they never change and they think they're the best thing since sliced bread. They're the worst type of people. You want to avoid them. But like, you know, it was very clicky, but sometimes you find your friends and you stick with them and it gets you through. And also... Don't be unnecessarily bitchy to teachers. I've been there and I've done that and it was fucking pointless. And when I went back, I apologised to every single one of them. Because I was like, I'm sorry that I was a bitch. I was 15 and I didn't know who I was. And they were like, it's fine, we understand. I was like, sick. Like, just be nice, get your work done. And you'll be out before you know it. Don't worry. What's the craziest thing you've done with your best friend? God, I don't even know. We've done a lot of shit, but I don't know if she'll be okay with me saying it. Um, When we were younger, we used to go, like, my secondary school had a couple of parties and stuff. Like, the people we went to school with used to have parties. And we'd, like, get taxis home and we'd be, like, we'd get kebabs on the way home and shit like that. And we'd ask the taxi driver to stop. Um, And we'd be like, oh, can you stop so we can get out? And we'd make the taxi driver wait, like, 10 minutes while we were getting, like, chips and fucking all that shit from corner shops and stuff. But that was funny. They're, like, my favourite memories. Um, we've done so much random stuff. We've never really done anything crazy or, like, mental. But um, we've never really got into a lot of trouble or anything like that, so I don't really have any juicy stories like that for you. But, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Oh, someone said abortion, right. I think... I'm going to keep this short and sweet because this isn't really a topic that you can... I want to say a lot about. But at the end of the day, it's, like, a woman's choice what she wants to do with her body. So I'm totally 100% pro-choice. Like, I don't care. If you want to keep the baby, keep the baby. If you don't want to keep the baby, don't keep the baby. It's none of my fucking business. Because at the end of the day, you know... If someone isn't fit to look after a kid, we don't need another kid in foster homes and foster care and the care system. We don't need that. So if it's better for her and the mother, then do it. It doesn't... It's no one else's business. You know, I don't even think abortion should be something that people are allowed to have opinions on. Because it's like, it's no one else's fucking business what you want to do and what you don't want to do with your body. But, you know, everybody likes to have opinions on everything, so... Okay. Someone asked me what it's like to blow up on TikTok. Is it different than you imagined? I wouldn't say I've, like, blown up. I'm ha- I have, like, a nice following and we're all, like, friends. But, like, to be fair, it's not really... I didn't expect it to ever happen. So I never really had an image of what it would be like if it did happen. But I don't know. It's kind of just, like, having 92,000 friends. Like, I kind of know most of my followers... Not most of them, that's a stretch. But, like, some of my followers who have been with me since the beginning, I know them by name, which is quite cool. 
Um, and, like, I speak to them on a regular basis and they always check up on me and I always check up on them. But, like, my favourite thing about blowing up on TikTok is that people reach out to me and they ask me for advice or they tell me that I've really helped them just with my videos, just by being a presence on the internet. And I nearly cried last night because I was going through all my DMs. Oh, I'm sorry. Because I was going through all of my DMs. And I was reading what all you guys say to me and send to me. And I was literally, like, crying in my fucking bed. Because it's just so sweet. Like, I like... Oh, my God, I've got hiccups. Like, I wouldn't say it's different to what I imagined. But, like, it's good. It's better. Because I never really thought I would have... I've always wanted a following. Not because I want clout. But because I want, like, just a big... I want to big support system i want us all to be friends i want to be able to you know just say random shit and people be like yeah (laughs) you know like i just want i like the i I like the fact that i can help people just by posting a funny video it really like that's what i want to do and if i can make a career out of it that'd be fucking sick but if not then it's a good hobby to have but um it feels sometimes it does feel a little bit surreal because if 90 thousand people showed up at my house i'd be like bro what the fuck (laughs) if 30 people showed up at my house i'd be like bro what the fuck so like it's it's a little bit surreal sometimes but i love it and i love the little community i've created on there because we're all friends and they all seem to know each other and i seem to know all of them and it's just i just love it it's pretty sick okay do an episode on astrology and crystals oh i'm definitely gonna do this i'm gonna make this a whole separate episode but um so many other people have asked me, like, how did I get into it? And I was born into it. Like, my mum's a very spiritual person, so I've been raised very spiritual. So if anyone ever needs advice on crystals or astrology or anything like that, if you want to get into it, Wicca, paganism, anything, do not hesitate to text me because I will try my best to answer. I don't know everything. And spirituality is your own journey. I feel like things like spirituality talk and witch talk are very they're very good because they are very informative sometimes but sometimes it's just so it's like no this is totally wrong the information that you're sharing is totally wrong and you're putting people in danger by doing this like it's not a trend do you know what i mean like it's people's real life it's my real life it's my family's real life so you know but um I never really got into it. I was just born into it and it's just always been my life. And as I've grown up, I've kind of done my own research and everything like that. And I've learned more about who I want to be with spirituality rather than, you know, like someone else's journey. Like I don't, I don't do spirituality in the same way that my mum does spirituality. She's a lot more chill about it. I'm a little bit more intense because I just love it. Like crystals, everything like that. It doesn't matter if you believe in it or whether you don't, it's still cool, you know, and plus, it's not, it doesn't hurt anyone, so realistically, if people want to believe in it, then just let them believe in it, you know, like, I don't like people who have such strong opinions on things like crystals and manifestation and everything like that, like, I don't, there's no point, you know, you don't need to have such a strong opinion on someone that, something that no one's forcing you into, you know, that's, I like it a lot, I don't know, but that's a whole other, a whole other podcast on its own. But yeah. Ghosts and aliens, do you believe? Yes, obviously I believe in ghosts and aliens. I've had multiple paranormal experiences, which I can do a whole other podcast on, on its own. I'll turn that, I'll do that in a spiritual one. 
but um, I definitely believe in aliens. I 100% refuse to believe that we are the only things that exist. If we're the only things that exist, that's shit. Because we're pretty naff. Like, whoever created us, if they only created us and didn't experiment a couple of times, that's so boring. <laughs> that's so boring. If you had the power to create life and you just created hum- humans, then... God. <laughs> it's just a waste, you know? But, um, yeah, obviously I believe in them. I think there's no way that, you know... I've personally had experiences with the paranormal, so I believe in it. But, like, I understand why people don't, because it's such a weird concept. Like, it's not like it's science where it can be explained. It's just, like, it's just there, and it just is what it is. You, There's no real science behind it. But aliens and shit, like, I definitely believe in that. Because it's like, why wouldn't I? There's no harm in believing in aliens. It doesn't hurt anyone. It's just like, yeah, I refuse to believe that we're the only things that exist because the universe is fucking massive. There's so much shit out there. There's more stars than we can even fathom. So there's no way that there's not a couple things living on a couple of them. You know? I don't know if I believe that there's aliens and shit living on planets in our solar system because I feel like we would have seen them or they would have... You know, they might be there and they might just be hiding. But I don't know. Uh, Realistically, there's no harm in believing in shit like that because who's it hurting, (laughs) you know? (laughs) But yeah, I definitely think, I definitely think it's real. Okay, describe yourself using three words. Shit. First one that came to mind was loud. (laughs) Which, you know, I'd say loud. I'd like to think that I'm caring. Loud caring and mm, optimistic i think loud caring and optimistic i feel like that sums me up pretty well where would you like to travel to oh i want to go everywhere i want to go everywhere i want to see everything i have always been the type of person ever since i was a kid like i've always been naturally very curious um and i don't know i've just always liked to know what's where I'm not you know what is out there what is there that I'm not seeing I just love learning and I love experiencing things so I just want to go fucking everywhere like I want to go to islands I want to experience life without technology I want to build fucking huts in India I want to you know I want to do all that stuff because I just think like that's the life I want to live I want to be very um what's the word static that's something that moves right I say I'm intelligent and then I don't know what static means. Um, yeah, like I just, I never want to stop. I just always want to be experiencing new things and living new ways of life and seeing new ways of life. Like my first stop as soon as I can is going to be New York because I need to go back there. I miss it so much. Um, then Australia to go and see my brother. But I'd love to go to like um, India. India is a beautiful fucking country. And, you know, I'm a spiritual person. So any countries like India I feel like it's my duty to go and visit there because it's where everything that I believe in came from you know like Hinduism and Buddhism and all that stuff it's where everything that I believe in comes from so I need to visit it but then also I'd love to go to places like Norway and Sweden and like the European countries because that's also where all the shit that I come that I believe in comes from as well, because things like paganism and Wicca, um, and, like, Norse mythology and all that shit, like, I'd love to see all of that stuff firsthand, I just think it'd be sick, 
Um, yeah, I just I just want to go everywhere. I just want to see everything. What's your favourite TV show? Um, I don't know. I've got a lot. I feel like Brooklyn Nine-Nine is the one TV show I can watch over and over and over and over again. Because it's just so good. I just love it. Good Omens is really good, actually. I might rewatch that. That's really good. Um, but yeah, probably just Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Because it's just, to me... Or, like, How I Met Your Mother. Because I love Friends. Don't get me wrong, I love Friends. But I've watched it so many times that I'm just like, no. <laughs> I grew up watching Friends, so it has a lot of sentimental value to me. But things like How I Met Your Mother and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, to me, they're funnier. So I like them a little bit more. But yeah, just like the classics. Someone said, do a consp- do a podcast on conspiracies. I'm definitely going to do that. I want to do a whole podcast on, like, aliens and shit, because I think that'd be so much fun. Okay, someone said, talk about how misogynistic people are. It pisses me off. Girls cannot do anything without getting hated on. You can't be too girly because then you're trying too hard to impress boys. You can't be too masculine because then you're trying too hard not to be girly. Like, you just... Girls can't like books because then it's like, oh, you want to be a smart girl. You want everyone to think that you're smart. They can't not like books because it's like, oh, you're a fucking bimbo. Like, I love bimbos. They're my favourite form of people. Don't get me wrong. But, like, girls can't do anything without getting hated on. And it's really starting to piss me off. It's been pissing me off since I was younger. I've always been that girl who was like, is it because I'm a girl? <laughs> or I've been like, um, you can't talk to you can't talk to her like that. Or if someone's made like a sexist joke, I've been like, you can't say shit like that. That's not fair. We're just as strong as you are. Like I've always been that kid. Literally ever since I could speak, I've been that kid. Um, I think it's definitely because of my mum. Like she raised me to be an independent, powerful bitch. So, but yeah, it's just oh, it pisses me off. I'm gonna make a whole podcast on shit like politics and everything. I love this question. Okay. What are some day-to-day things you do which make you happy and more motivated? I make my bed. I don't do this every day, but things that make me feel motivated is, like, making my bed, washing my face. Um, If I make myself a coffee and avocado toast in the morning, it's a great day. (laughs) Like, coffee and avocado toast is what sets me up to have a good day. Like, this morning, we didn't have any avocados, and it ruined my day. I'm not even joking. But... I turned it around and I made some scrambled egg, so, but just, like, getting out of bed (laughs) is a good day for me, and doing, like, self-care shit, eating the food I like, which is coffee and avocado toast, putting on, burning some incense, putting on some perfume, doing my makeup sometimes, but not always, skincare, make sure my room's clean, that shit motivates me, I like feeling clean and being in a clean environment and eating nice food, that's, what makes me feel happy okay how long have i been recording for oh we got like 10 minutes left calm okay someone said how to learn to appreciate every little thing on our surroundings i've actually done this was like in my first podcast but i feel like the best way to appreciate your surroundings is to try and find the good in them but don't idolize that good don't put things on a pedestal just because they have good in them learn to appreciate things for what they really are rather than what you want them to be you know like people don't put anyone on a pedestal because at the end of the day we're all people we all fuck up and we all make mistakes like for me for example there might be people watching this that think i'm like the best person in the world 
don't put me on that pedestal because one day I'm going to fuck up and I'm going to disappoint you, which is really deep, but it's true because I'm a human, you know, we can't always be 100% cautious of what we say and how we act because, you know, I'm still a kid. We're all just people at the end of the day, but it's the same goes with like the general world. You know, don't be disappointed when the sun goes away because it's just, it just needs to not, it's just not there. The clouds cover it. That doesn't mean that the clouds aren't pretty. Appreciate the clouds. You know, just look for the good in everything, but don't idolise it because then you're setting yourself up for disappointment, which is quite deep, but, you know. Um, What gives you the ick? Oh, my God. I don't really have any of those icks that are, like, stupid. Like, you know those icks where it's, like, him running with a backpack on? Like, I get why that would be weird, but it doesn't, like turn me off someone um one massive fucking ick that i have is people that eat like a tramp like if you eat loudly or chew with your mouth open or breathe like you snort when you eat or people who like shovel all of their fucking food into their mouth and then they go bright red because they can't breathe i hate that shit so much one thing that gives me the ick actually is watching trisha paytas eat (laughs) makes me feel violently ill i don't know why i'll never understand it but it genuinely upsets me so much i just don't like people who don't know how to eat like a normal fucking human being i hate that shit um i think i get it from my mum. like once she broke up with someone because of the way he ate popcorn (laughs) and if that isn't a mood i don't know what is um someone asked me about my journey with spirituality and everything like that i'm gonna do a whole podcast on that but like i said i've been raised around it so it's not really a journey and more of a learning about it i think the journey of getting into spirituality is the best thing ever whether it's spirituality religion anything that you're interested in doing that thing for yourself is just the fucking best so i highly um what is the word what is the fucking word advise there you go i highly advise you find something that you love and you learn about it and you just deep dive into it because it's just i love it oh okay talk about talk about a crush that has last lasted way too long and he's not interested but you can't tear away okay i've had so many of these (laughs) i've had so many of these i always have a new crush on someone if it's not um a person, like a real life person in real life, it's a fictional person or like a famous person. I need to be constantly fixating on something. But I feel like the same thing that I said earlier about fixating and putting people on a pedestal, that's what happens when you have a crush. When you have a crush, you fixate on them, right? And you put them on this pedestal of like, they are the best person in the world. And if they don't like me back, it's gonna be the end of the fucking world. Nothing is ever gonna be the same after this. But it's like, you need to remember, for anyone that has a crush and can't get rid of it, but wants to, just remember that he's a fucking human. He, she, or they are a fucking human. They are not the best thing since sliced bread. They don't pay your bills, and they don't fill your fridge, and they don't do your homework. So do not idolise them to the point where you lose yourself in it because yes crushes suck and i understand that and it's a lot harder when you're younger because your hormones just all over the gaff and it's like fuck i feel so intensely towards this person i don't know how to get rid of it 
as long as you're not like hurting anyone, I don't really see the harm in crushes because it's like, well, you know, realistically, what's the worst thing that could fucking happen? It's just a crush. But if you know that he's not interested, just out of sight, out of mind. Don't look at his shit. Don't follow him anymore. Don't even ask him how he is. Don't do any of that shit because it's only going to end up hurting you more. So if you know for a fact that they don't like you back, just remove them. It doesn't even need to be bitter. It just needs to be like you don't need to unfollow them. Just like hide their stories so you don't see them and unfollow them on TikTok and all that shit. Just stop allowing yourself to see it because you know it's just going to hurt you more. But if you haven't spoken to them about it, maybe just speak to them because realistically the worst thing that's going to happen is they're going to be like, I don't like you like that. And then it's going to be like, okay. And then you're going to be a little bit heartbroken for a while, but it will pass and you'll find a new crush or something will happen and they'll do something and you'll be like, ew, why did I ever even like them? And then you're over them. That's happened to me a lot. I've had fat crushes on people and then they've done something or they've like just been a dick or they've made like a shit joke. And I've just been like a horrible person joke. And I've just been like, why did I ever even like you in the first place? Like, you're not even that cute. <laughs> and then it just went away. So just play it out. And if it's really hurting you that much and you know for a fact that they don't like you, just stop allowing yourself to see them and stop having them in your little bubble because it's just hurting you. And then realistically, you're the cause of your own fucking sadness. Shine. I hope any of that made any fucking sense i feel like i've just rambled on about nothing but sometimes it's nice to just have a little natter but yeah i enjoyed answering your guys's questions this week um i don't know what the next podcast is going to be about but i will definitely um i'll think of something if you want your questions to be answered on the next podcast please follow me on instagram chloe.ev and i put up little polls every week just asking you guys to ask me questions and i try and answer all of them but yeah i love you all very much thank you for coming and chilling with me and having a little natter have a good day week year month however long and i'll speak to you next week love you bye